It was only when she crossed the stepping stones onto the beach that she realised she was not entirely alone. There was a solitary man strolling along the edge of the grey, heaving sea towards her. Well, what did that matter? She really couldn't expect to have this vast, majestic cathedral entirely to herself. But as he drew closer, Cathy finally recognised him, causing a jolt of shock to go racing through her body. It was none other than Dean Bignon, her boss. Now, she was not quite so relaxed about having company on the beach. Although, she could surely be polite, past the time of day, before continuing in the opposite direction. For it was inevitable their paths would connect, because she could scarcely turn away when clearly Dean had recognised her, maybe even before she recognised him, for his steps were purposeful and definitely aimed in her direction. Cathy caught her breath. Despite her earlier resolve, she was beginning to feel strangely nervous. His features remained enigmatic as they both stopped, separated by perhaps a yard. No smile of greeting changed his expression. In fact, she suspected he was no more pleased to see her than she him, but similarly had dismissed the idea of veering off in a different direction, thinking it would be rude. Cathy. He spoke her name quietly. Good morning. Good morning, she returned, just stopping herself from adding sir. Why did he have that effect upon her? His inapproachability, his reserve, she supposed. You found Agawa's hidden secret, then, he commented, surprising her, because for once the topic wasn't about work. Two weeks ago, she found herself telling him, it's so incredibly beautiful and peaceful, too, that I decided to come here every Sunday morning possible, unless it's chucking it down, of course. He raised an eyebrow in an expression which reminded her of his brother, they were so different. His face was not so thin, his mouth straighter, his eyes much darker. But there were also similarities. The almost black hair, although worn in dissimilar styles. Dean's seemed to have a natural wave, whilst Alan's did not. And the shape of their nose, long, aquiline. And of course, they were both good-looking. Or Dean could be, if only he would appear less severe. She could not remember seeing him smile. I've been coming here for years, he informed her. Not many people seem to know about it, and it's often very quiet. You get a few holidaymakers in high summer, those who dare to explore a little further than Noxwich, Port Ainon, and Rosilly, but even then, not many. I haven't been to Rosilla yet, but I understand it's pretty. You should go. It's different again, but also very scenic. It has some small islands rising from the sea, known as the Worm's Head. People say the way they are placed makes them look a little like the Loch Ness Monster, though I doubt there is such a thing. Cathy smiled. 
shall make a point of finding it, as soon as the weather's good. Yes, better to see it in the sunshine. Their conversation seemed to have come to an end, and Cathy made to move on, but Dean stopped her with a few words. You're down here on your own, no fiancé? He found it a little strange that she didn't appear to be spending the entire weekend in the man's company, but perhaps he was away. Instantly, her prickles came up. This was the second time he had alluded to her having a fiancé. Of course, it was also the perfect opportunity to tell him the truth. But why should she? It was definitely none of his business. Inside her pocket, she used her thumb to twist the ring around on her finger. But despite her conclusion, lying did not come easily to her.